It's the flag on the play for Friday, May 14th, 2021, and I have good news and bad news. I'm going to lead off with the good news. It's a great episode. We're going to talk Udonis Haslam. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. We're going to talk NBA play-in, baseball. We finally got to baseball. We're talking about football in May. What other show is going to bring that to you? Just the flag on the play. But the bad news, the flag on the play also brings you some audio troubles today. We did our best to fix them up, but if you notice them, just know they'll be fixed next week. Please make sure to follow us over on Instagram at the flag on the play. We're back live again on Monday morning talking NBA playoff picture. We'll see you guys then. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six Every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on it. Rock and Robin. Low Rock and Robin, cause we really gonna rock up tonight. It's Friday, May 14th, and this is the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me today, as always, it's the pride of Serbia, Alex. Yes, sir. It's me. Happy to be here. Can't wait to get another good good show in with you, boys. Let's go. I'm ready. And uh, our lovely third chair, as always, it's Owen. How's it going? It's going great. It's going wonderful. Yeah. Do Got you a lot of love Jays on the new week? Instagram. Of course, dude. I always watch the Jays. Let's go. We, we teased it last week. There is going to be some Jays talk this week. We'll talk oh, it yeah. at the end. There's not a lot to say, but Owen, you know, he's always thinking and he's always coming up with topics. So yeah, there will be say. Jays talk. Stick around yeah. for that. Owen mentioned it there. Big day on the Instagram at the flag on the play. You're going to want to follow over there. We got a new follower today. Shout out to Hank. You know, we were doing some deep dive on your profile. Don't think we don't look. Just those... You're not getting a follow back though. No, probably not. The shout out is way bigger than a follow back, I think. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Huge shout yeah. out. And, you know, we might have to start doing some Instagram reviews. If you follow us, we'll just take a look down at your profile. And give it a I, also, I also love the variability of Hank's photos. We got a dog in there. We got a sketch. We got a McDonald's meal post. So just shout out to Hank for just keeping it fresh on the yeah, daily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always appreciate the fresh follows. We love it. Fellas, it was a big week in the football world, surprisingly. Blake Bortles is back. Unbelievable. I couldn't be happier for him. He gets to go to a place where it's not toxic at all. Just fresh, clean slate. And let's not forget that if he wasn't a football player, he said, and I quote, he'd be a construction worker just ripping cigs. That's, yep. that's, that's a, a locker room leader right there. Yeah. That's the guy I think you want. That's the kind of guy you want. That's a humble guy. Um, I think the Packers heard Rodgers loud and clear, and they got him the help, the much-needed help he was asking for. Little career stats, he's played 78 games, 59.3 completion percentage, 103 touchdowns, 75 interceptions. That's unbelievable. Wow, and solid. Solid. And he was 120 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. That's a fact. That is a fact. That's a fact. Like Phil said, I think a lot of us forget that, but he was 120 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. So yep. I just think if you're Rodgers, you have to be ecstatic that they brought in a, a player of Bortles caliber. Yeah. And I'd rather have him even be my tight end than Tebow. So once again, right. I feel like he could even play a little tight end if they need him to. So yeah, good on Bortles. I mean, I think the, the record speaks for himself. Like you were saying, who had a bet, who played a better championship game against Brady? I would argue 
Blake Bortles had a was got closer than than Rodgers did against Brady. It's true. So maybe maybe a little bit of a veteran presence in there, kind of teach Rodgers the tricks of the trade. You know, get him give him the playbook on Brady a little bit. You know, obviously you need a good role model for love and someone who can kind of help them along. And so they, they brought that guy in. That was much, that was a big hole. So big move, big move. And Aaron Rodgers, he asked for weapons. People forget Blake Bortles has a 20 yard touchdown pass reception in his career. So you ask for weapons and the Packers, they did some digging and they found a little diamond in the rough, definitely inspired by Tebow, definitely copycat league, but uh, you know, it's good to see them making the right moves to, satisfy yeah. their star quarterback finally. yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully he can handle that cold green bay weather i know he spent a lot of time in jacksonville warm weather he spent some time in la warm weather yeah um but i mean hey he said he'd he'd also be a construction worker if he wasn't nfl so i think he can handle that cold um it was cold in in foxborough when they played that game and and he did amazing so it's true so with all this robert this rogers drama would we say there's a bit of a quarterback controversy there in green bay or I think Absolutely. he'd be stupid not to ask the question. Yeah. I mean, who's okay. the number two? Who's the number three? There's going to be some yeah. follow-up here. And Rogers could who's the number one? Who's the number one? At this point, I say they haven't released a, a Twitter post saying QB1 for either of them. So competition's yep. in the air. It's up in the air. And not only did Blake Bortles return this week, the NFL schedule came out. And if you don't know me, you don't know that I love when the NFL schedule comes out. The first thing I like to do, I like to – print it off, get the, get the paper in the hand, you know, nice. give it a real work, just ruffle the paper, give it a nice shake. Old so school guy. Up. We're yeah. W's and L's. You guys know about that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You Old guys are Microsoft word. You don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. They don't know about the pens and the Sharpies, but <laughs> the first thing I do, I print it off and I take a look Thursday night football. What's the game that's going to be absolutely terrible, but I'm going to watch because it's NFL football. And this year, week three, this year's version, Texans at Panthers. Wow. I'm, well, I, I'll watch that game. Yep. I'll be we'll there. Watch them all. Yeah, we should I'll go. Be there. We should go. Live, we should go. Live in Carolina. We'll be there. Uh, Absolutely. I love to scout out the Sunday night games, figure out you – because know, they're always bangers. You just want to like, yeah. get excited. You want to put yourself in that frame of mind. It's Christmas time. Weather's getting cold. You turn on the Sunday night football. They got Alan Chrisser at the game. That's the type of energy we need. I need more yeah. of that. I need a packed stadium this year. I can't wait. I can't wait. Just just being able to see the date next to the game, that really brings the joy out of me. That's really what it it's is. all about. Just seeing those preseason weeks up there. Yep. Just seeing those and you count down the days until week one kickoff. So um, yeah. it's going to be personally for me, I think it's going to be fun to see uh, Brady versus Belichick. I think that's no surprise. So since it's Bucks at Pats, not sure if Brady sold his Boston home, but if he didn't, then you could probably say it's a home game for Brady. No, his whole routine is going to be there. He's going to be rocking, kissing his kids in the mouth, all that jazz, whatever he needs. So, um, and boys, the tickets to his return to New England are selling for 12 K and his father said the Bucks would beat the Patriots quite handedly. So, you know, stirring the pot a little bit there by, um, by uh, Mr. Brady. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's real right there. You don't want to give Belichick something to work with. He's got six months. To that's a storyline. That's a storyline. You don't want to give Belichick yeah. anything. And then yeah. I think just my other game would be uh, Jags and Jets. Just seeing the two QBs battle it out. Let's see who's gonna be uh, who's gonna be number one. Who's the top yeah. dog? Isn't that one in London? 
I like it. I love that's what we missed this year. The, the 7 a.m. kickoff. I love that. I love that extra three hours of football. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I was looking at the, uh, at this, at the Jets Jaguars matchup as well, because as, uh, as longtime viewers of the show know, I am a newly minted Jets fan. And so I was kind of scouring the schedule looking for matchups, but uh, I had my sights set a little bit higher than that. I was actually looking at the Jets Bucks game on January 2nd. And I just think that's going to be just a great kind of passing of the torch game, you know, where you see the mantle of greatest quarterback, you know, go from, the king to the prince to the successor where you know you kind of inaugurate zach wilson as brady's successor as greatest quarterback so that's a game i'm excited for uh, i think it'll be a shootout i'm, I'm predicting like a 54 48 final for the jets um just an offensive shootout and i think that's just going to be a great game on the schedule for for everybody super yeah. exciting so yeah so you're saying that wilson is going to take the throne in his first season yeah, I think I think that's going to be I think it'll be kind of a slow process. good chance. Yeah, but I think that's going to kind of be the coming out party, I guess you could say, where he beats Brady um, and just outplays him in a shootout. So, yeah, that's going to be a big moment when yeah. it happens to you when you first download Madden in August. That's that's going to be great. I'm wow. sure. Yeah, and I mean, I think I'm speaking for the for for everybody here when I say that we're all huge Wilson fans, and uh, we all well, think he's probably going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. One of us thinks that, yeah. So, yeah. yeah well, Phil, Phil's a Trevor Lawrence guy. I am a Trevor Lawrence guy. I'm a Trevor Lawrence guy, and I'm a Trey Lance guy. Because, you know, you can never have too many favorites. That's what I yeah. say. Shout out to Tebow getting that nice contract, no? With, uh, he's going to be a huge help to Lawrence. Going to yeah. get a lot of receptions. So We talk so much about Tebow. We should make it a reoccurring segment. Just Tebow time. Tebow all the time. Maybe talk Maybe. about what he had for breakfast. Yeah, just, maybe we should yeah, email him like once a day. Yeah, yeah, he's harass him. He's yeah. actually have light yeah. harassment. That's okay. Yeah, Get his kids' names and emails. Maybe. Yeah, he's got like six books released, so he's like addicted to the fame. So of course he wanted to re-sign here. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking he just starts a YouTube channel like Trevor Bauer did, and then just vlog on the sidelines. I feel like Urban Mara would like dig it. Like he'd love that. Just camera in the face. Um, all that jazz. And then after his career, I, I think he should just get into boxing since he's addicted to the fame. I think that would sell laying tickets. It out. I'm laying it out for him. So Tebow, man, if you hear it, bro, just give me a call. I'll be your like manager or something. And we can look, I got you. You can do a YouTube channel and then you could do boxing. I mean, if anyone can do it, you can. So you can yeah, give us a call. I, I hate to say it, but six books, like stop writing, focus on like, go to the gym. Yeah. It's just too much writing. I feel like six books. Like what are you Come writing on. in six books? What is he talking about? What does he have to say in the NFL for like what two seasons? Yeah, I mean, you're writing he completed six less passes than he has books written. <laughs> Alex has his life planned out till like 2045. So, Tim, you should really give him a call. And then, you know what? Yeah. This is a recurring segment now. Tebow talk. We'll just get into it. We've already done it pretty much every episode. So, why not? Yeah. We're huge Tebow fans. So, yeah, we're going to get the jerseys when they come out, Tim. Don't worry. Now, oh, now he can pick any number. What number can he pick? Yeah. Can he pick 316? Can they let him go to a third number? Oh, Brady would be pissed, though. He yeah. doesn't like that. Brady doesn't like that new numbers. Uh-uh. No. He's like, why, are we, why do we even have jerseys then if we're going to just be yeah. picking random numbers? I didn't even know that was a thing, boys. That's on me. I didn't even know you could pick a certain amount of numbers. But, hey, learning curve. We're always learning on the podcast. Um, I'm always happy to learn something new, but... Yeah, I didn't know that, that like a specific position can only wear a specific type of number. Well, not anymore. Not well, anymore. not anymore, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. You better just don't tell that to Tom Brady because you might be the next boxing match if, if you told him that. Yeah. Shout out to Goodell for just being a trailblazer of his time. I mean, the things he's yeah. been doing are just. Yeah. The things yeah. that he thinks up in that brain, next level. Bring my chair to the draft, change the number <laughs> rules. This guy's just. Stop throwing king. flags he's at uh, celebrations. Yep. Yeah. That was big. He's a fun he's... league now. That was big. He's five steps ahead. Do you think uh, Do you think Tom Brady's going to let any of his teammates change their numbers? Do you think he's going to stop it? Just stop it right in his tracks? <laughs> well, playoff Lenny already did. Did he? Yeah, he's number seven now. Well, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, wait well, until, I, wait Tom will let that happen because Tom has Sunday. seven rings. That's okay. Yeah. Yo, yeah. So it's a little idea. bit of a flex on him. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, idea. Okay. Exactly. Tom just changes his number plus one for every ring he wins. So right now that's an alpha him. move. And then he goes to that number is. eight, and then number nine. That'd be sick. That's an alpha move. Maybe LeBron will do that. LeBron will definitely do that. Now. Who am I kidding? Oh, that's a big LeBron move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I wouldn't Speaking... be surprised if LeBron played a game with his rings. Yeah. yeah LeBron. His last game yeah. of his career, he's he's gonna play with the rings on, and then when he comes back to the bench, he's gonna attach a Gatorade to his MVPs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of old guys um it was the week of 40 year olds boys bunch of 40 year olds making headlines uh we got albert pujols he got released by the angels he was there for quite a bit he was hitting 198 and he still owed uh, 30 million dollars so that was interesting we got uh udonis haslam starting a skirmish there uh what? haslam was uh making a scene with howard and he got ejected this was haslam's season debut and in two minutes, he got ejected. So I think this is just a classic case of a four-year-old NBA player, you know, trying really hard to make an impact when they know they can't actually make one. So, you know, he probably just got overwhelmed in the moment, couldn't handle the heat, no pun intended. Um, oh, so that's kind of fire. Hey, boys. No, you, you did it again. Here's so, the thing. I, don't want, I don't want any bad things said about UD40 on this podcast. I love Udonis Haslam. That dude is a baller. He's straight out of the Kendrick Perkins school of I literally can't play basketball, but you want to hang out with me. So I'm going to be on the team now. Him, Jared Dudley, Kendrick Perkins, they make up a pretty good team. So I don't want any UD40 disrespect. This I might get a Haslam jersey, DHK, shout out. And then we got uh, Patrick Marlowe saying for the freaking 10th time in his final game that he still has a lot left to give. Bro, just let it go. Just let it go. It's fine. You're one of the greatest NHL players of all time, but just let it go, please. I think he's making it hard on the Sharks because they don't want to just like, you know, not offer him a contract. I think like the GM's like, like scared to not offer him a contract. So he's making it uncomfortable for the whole franchise. Like, damn, bro. Or maybe he's just waiting for one of his sons to just make it to the show and then he little can play LeBron. with his boys. Little, yeah. Yeah. A little LeBron, Gordy Howe thing going on. Yeah. So I'm a Marlowe guy. That's just how it is. You know, the guy, the guy was yeah, a great yeah, skater. The, and that, that's oh. a hockey guy move. You just don't want to leave. Yeah. You just want to keep sticking around. You just love the boys yeah. too much. That's a hockey guy right there. Exactly. So, up, Patty. Keep going, buddy. And uh, as we were just talking about Brady, Brady was ripping voluntary workouts. He said, and I quote, we as players are big boys. We know how to take care of ourselves. So Brady is confirming that NFL players are indeed big boys. Yep. Um, so Breaking that's cool. News. Oh, yeah. Turn flag on the play. Yep. Mm-hmm. You heard it, heard it here first. Yeah. Courtesy of Tom Brady. And he mm-hmm. also said he wants a championship rematch with the Giants. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. So like what? A rematch after 10 years? I'm kind of confused <laughs> by that. Like in the divisional? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, like you're competing with guys who were like 10 when you played the Giants in the Super Bowl. So I don't know like what 
what he's talking about there. So he did, um, that's, just, that's a Tom Brady move though. Like he literally, he goes to bed every night thinking about his two losses to the giants. And he's like, probably no, you have to play Does he know? somehow. Like it just has to happen. I don't care if we, <laughs> we have to move conferences. I need my revenge. Does he know more of those giants players are playing on his own team than that are actually playing on <laughs> yeah. the giants now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he, he goes to practice and he just like does like one-on-one drills with, with JPP, just trying to get one over on him. <laughs> Yep, probably. He's like, God is ass. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, that's that championship mentality, man. You got to get your revenge any way you can find it. And uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, notable, talking about the 40-year-olds making headlines. Yep, and that was the week of the 40-year-olds. Yep. Great segment. Great. Hope to see you again, 40-year-olds. Yep, yep. We'll see you back next week. Probably not. Probably not. Maybe next year. What about with this whole Tom Brady thing? Does he know that like, his best friend does not do any workouts. Like not, we're not even talking optional. We're, we're talking mandatory here. Do you yeah, think Gronk he just, just like takes, lets it slide? Gronk takes Monday through Friday off. And then he shows up on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday and Tom just turns the blind eye and doesn't notice. Yeah. Well, did for, you guys see what Gronk was doing? Home. Yeah. He was with uh, his whole family was boxing Logan Paul. That's sick. That's sick. Hey, that is sick. That's pretty yeah. cool. I think like all of his brothers just lined up with Logan Paul and were just taking punches from him. Chris Gronkowski think... follows me on Twitter, not to brag or anything. I think he follows like wow. four hundred thousand people, but I'm one of them. He's probably the, you got the Jose Bautista. Follow. Yeah, I'm probably his favorite follower <laughs> though. So shout out to you, Chris. I know you're Corey Maggetti follows my brother. So that's if you guys want like an autograph from him or something, just let me know. But I think I speak for Tom when I say you can do whatever you want in the off season. You can fight or train with whoever you want to train with. Just don't wear a number that's under the eighties if you're a tight end. So yeah, exactly. As long as Gronk you know, keep isn't it changing in bounds. Number, I yeah. mean, we all know what Gronk probably wants to change his number too, but Tom yeah. just won't let him do it. So <laughs> that's okay. That's respect. Just respect the vets. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I really miss the NFL more by the day. It's just sad. I turned on NFL Network after the schedule release. There's guys running through the whole schedule, penciling in the wins and losses. That's just what it's all about. I miss the football. Phil Phil's down bad. So DH gate once again, if you're listening to this, I mean, send our friends some jerseys, just, you know, get them into the football mindset again. Um, Whatever you can do. Yeah, please. One of it, one of every team for the next like 10 weeks, just send like three weeks. That's all we asked for. Nothing, yeah. nothing too much. In the meantime, all we can do is distract ourselves with the NBA. Fellas, the playoffs are coming up. They start next Saturday. So that's eight days from when you're hearing this, presumably. They're starting on Saturday, May 22nd. The one seeds look like they're pretty much Philadelphia, Utah. Everything else is kind of up in the balance. We've been looking at the schedule. We're always thinking ahead on the flag on the play. And we've all scouted out some matchups that we would love to see happen. Alex, who do you want to see take the court in round one? I think the Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, I feel like that's just that'd be a shaker of a round one. Um, maybe a little biased because I don't want Jokic to face the Lakers. Um, so I think that'd be just unbelievable to watch in the first round. I'm thinking I like um, Bucks Heat is a possibility as well. I think given what happened in the bubble, um, it'd be interesting to see how Milwaukee responds. I don't know if they'd maybe have a mentally tough time playing against the Heat just because the Heat did. I think the Heat won 4-1. Yeah. Or, yeah, 4-1. So they, 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 uh, they really took it to Milwaukee in that series. And I think this is, uh, a, it would be a big, big series for Giannis too and the whole 
Bucks organization as a whole, right? I think Budenholzer is out of the door at this point if they, you know, if they lose in round one again. So um, those are just some of the uh, matchups I'm looking forward to. Yeah, those would be great. Owen, what have you been looking at? For me, I think the Eastern Conference is a bit less interesting than the Western, so I'm going to stick with the Western too. But I think either of the first round matchups, any of the first round matchups are going to be great. But I think specifically, I think we could see potentially an upset with the Jazz and the Suns and whoever they play in the first round. I think the Lakers, Warriors are, t- are scary teams to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Spurs, don't forget the Spurs. They could be in there and they could easily. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers and the Warriors are scary teams to, to play for sure. Um, I would say probably most of those teams, except for maybe the Spurs, are pretty yeah, scary well, teams. You know, you yeah. need to watch a little more. Quit yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. they're, they're bad. So there's not much to watch, to be honest there. But uh, I think I could see a, an upset in the first round. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out with the play-in um, with the Lakers and the Warriors and, and even the Grizzlies. I, I think they looked good in the bubble and, and they've got really nice young pieces that could, I doubt they would be, you know, a, a Jazz or a Suns team or even a Clippers, you know. But I think those are intriguing matchups for sure. I think it's a, it's a wide open conference at this point. Yeah, and the West is going to be super fun to watch. A lot of the matchups out there are pretty interesting. I think yeah. the only one that might be a skip for me is Nuggets Blazers. I've just seen it too many times, fellas. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that I think Blazers be, are pretenders. Yeah, very, very much so. With respect to Dame pretenders. For me, I've been loving the East this year. I'm not gonna lie. And I would love to see. I know nobody else in the world would love to see this but me, Knicks, Hawks in the four or five. I think this would be a very good series, a little contrast in styles. And you would think, you know, the Hawks are going to beat the Knicks. The Knicks are overachievers. Well, the Knicks are 3-0 and against the Hawks this year. I think it'd be close. MSG would be buzzing. I kind of like the way the Hawks play. A little contrast in styles, like I said. Randall bully balling. Our boy R.J. Barrett, Canada, Canada's own R.J. Barrett going off. So I would love to see that. And then if that happens, Miami would play Milwaukee in 3-6. Very compelling for all the reasons Alex laid out. And those teams are also playing on uh, Saturday. So tomorrow from when you're hearing this, so. If you're as excited as we are, you're going to want to tune into that one. We'll watch with you. It's like book club. Wow. We're there. Exactly. Quick on RJ Barrett. I don't know if you boys caught the game. I think it was the Knicks versus the Lakers. It was an absolute shaker of a game. But uh, wow, Barrett messed up those last five seconds, man. I mean, I don't know what he was trying to do there. He kind of got hung up above the three-point line. And then he he tried to take a three. And then it didn't even hit the rim. So Kind of a tough look for a Canadian guy, but we'll, we know he'll bounce back, but maybe just, we'll just, even if Randall is double teamed, we still like our chances with Randall winning us the game. So we do. Um, we'll just yeah. bear it. We'll just maybe next time. I, I'm so excited for the NBA playoffs. I love the NBA playoffs. Like Owen said last week, this just felt like the last day of school. We're just waiting for that final bell. We're waiting for that first Saturday when the games start at like 10 a.m. and they just stack them, game, 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 game. Yeah, yeah. That is the best, and I can't wait for this Saturday when it all goes down quickly. I know I'd, this is a new question for the fellas. Do you guys have a favorite NBA playoffs ever? Wow. Because I do. I'll just go. I'll give you mine. You go Two, first. 2016. 2016 was a great playoffs. Five years ago now, so we're on the anniversary LeBron won the whole thing. That was a classic series down 3-1. Owen and I were talking about this this week, but I love and Owen loves when you're going into break at the commercials and they're, Mark Jackson's talking the guy up and they're playing yeah. some Top 40 yeah. song in the background. 2016 was the peak of the Top 40 songs dominating going into commercial. I can literally picture it in my head right now. Oracle Arena going crazy. Mark Jackson, there goes that man. 
That is exactly yeah. what I think of. 2016, great series. Thunder against the uh, Warriors was great. Thunder Spurs didn't end well for my boys, but still good. I'm a big 2016 guy. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm not going to pick the Raptors one. Um, 2019, not picking I'm it. not going to pick that one since, I mean, if I obviously if I had to pick, it'd be that one, but I won't pick that one. Um, I think I'm going to go with 2013, man. That was, that was crazy with the, with the whole sp- Spurs and the Heat thing. LeBron winning that, winning that uh, chip, chip that his second chip in uh, in Miami, um, and then the Ray Allen three. Um, I must have missed that shot. I don't know what. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. A lot of tears then. Uh, we wanted the Spurs to win. I remember I was 13 years old and I wanted the Spurs to win so bad because we didn't like the big bad Heat or LeBron. And then Ray Allen just decided to take a three and just rip our hearts out. So, yeah, that's one of the things I can definitely remember from 2013. I think it was a good playoff. So, yeah. Heat Pacers was round three. You remember that? Yes. Oh, man. The the Paul George dunk when he just asserted himself into the upper echelon of the most clutch, the best MVP worthy players in the NBA. He hasn't looked back since. The first moment of many unforgettable Paul George playoff moments. Absolutely. That was really it. Mm -hmm. I think that was when Memphis was really dominate in the West. I think OKC lost to them that year. I think Westbrook got hurt. That was a good, that was a good playoff. I think you guys took, I was going to say 2016 and then I was going to say 2014. So those are my two favorites, but I would mm-hmm. say another one I loved was 2012. Cause I think that was the first like playoffs where I really got into basketball. Yeah. And I, I think there were just some classic series there. I think Boston Miami was, is one of the greatest. It was kind of like a changing of the guard a little bit. That was a great because series. You had, yeah, you had the old almost dynasty type, you know, um, Celtics team, Celtic team with, you know, you had Ray Allen, you had Paul Pierce, you had Kevin Garnett, you know, you had all those those guys from the championship team. And then you were, it was LeBron and, and, and that villain Heat team, which was just unbelievable. Yeah. And so I thought that was great. And then obviously the finals was was like a similar situation, you know, with the, the younger guys and then i mean they're all young but it was like super young guys like i think i think durant in that season in that series was like what 22 that year yeah something like that like he was young young and so that was great i think you look at it with a bit of nostalgia too because that was like my first exposure to playoff basketball yeah but was that the series where like wade passed like lobbed it to lebron and then lebron like threw terry to the no, that was 2013. Earth. That was 2013. Oh, that was 2013. All right, so I take another one in mine. Let's go. Alex is just dominating his I'm category. Just dominating this category. You love to see that. I'm just so excited for the playoffs. Like I said, it's going to be great this year. It promises to be in that category. I can't wait till we sit down next year and Owen says my favorite playoffs is 2021. I hope so too. I can't we're all going to be saying that. that. Yeah, we're all going. We're all going to pick the same one. 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to be great to watch. Recency bias. Recency yep. bias. Now, the NBA play-in is also coming up. It is starting, I think, on Tuesday, I want to say. I think that's right. So Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's coming right up. We're very excited for that as well. It's going to be fun to see the dynamic there. It's going to be interesting. I know there was one last year, but it's not as big as it was this year. And it looks like the teams are pretty much set. I know they are out west. We got, well, we don't know if it's going to be the Lakers, but it'll definitely be Memphis, San Antonio, and Golden State. It looks like it'll be the Lakers. We'll just assume it's the Lakers for this conversation. And then out east, it's going to be Charlotte, Boston, Indiana, and Washington. 
less interesting than the West, in my opinion. But still, we don't want to preview the matchups too much because they aren't set in stone and we can cover those on Sunday. So come back on Sunday. You're going to want to listen on Sunday. Download, rate, Sunday. You're going to want to do that. But if you're looking at the teams that are in the plane right now, let's take out the Lakers because the Lakers are, you know, the class of the league, reigning champions. Which team would you most like to be for the next five years? Owen. If I were to look at all these young cores, I really like the Grizzlies. I really do. I think they have, I think John Morant is a star. I think he's kind of shown that to the league by now. I love Triple J. Um, he's one of my favorite players, Jaron Jackson Jr. Fun fun fact, my brother once saw him in an airport down no in the way. States. Tell yeah. the story. He saw him in an airport. There's not, I'll tell the story already. So he was at an airport and he looked over and he said, wow, that's Jaron Jackson Jr. This was right after he got drafted. And he said, well, that's Jaron Jackson Jr. And then I actually wasn't even there, to be honest with you. So, and then he oh. just told me the story after. So, interesting. So hold on. Which airport yeah. was this? I think this was in Salt Lake. Wow. Salt Lake International. So what was he doing airport? in Salt Lake? So I think he was... it was Summer League, to be honest with you, because this was like right after he got drafted. Maybe he was visiting the Jazz for when he's a free agent. Oh. He was breaking, a news, breaking news flag on the play. <laughs> we got really visit. Jaron's going to the Jazz. JJJJ. Jaron Jackson Jr. Jazz. Yeah. Just oh connecting the dots. Just connecting the Conspiracy dots. Theory. Anyway, let's assume he's on the Grizzlies for the next five years, which he's not, but let's assume. Oh, and you're still taking them. Keep yeah, explaining. I, I love him, man. I think his defense is great. He's got one of the ugliest three point strokes, but as someone who also has a very ugly shot, I feel him a little bit. You know, you resonate. I mean? Yeah, we his shot resonates with me, and I think it, it's obviously effective. I don't know what he's shooting this year exactly, but he's shot above or close to forty percent in the past. He's been a very efficient shooter. Yeah, forty percent last year, uh, down down to twenty seven this year, but that's okay. Yeah, so tougher this year. I mean, he's also coming back from injury, so yeah, he only played nine. We'll, we'll so, cut him some sorry, slack. Jaren. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I like them. I like Dylan Brooks. Um, yeah, Kyle I think Anderson. They have a good Good young core. Kyle Anderson. Slow-mo. Yeah, slow-mo. Yeah. JV. Yeah. We got a couple J- good, uh, couple good young JV. guys, too, on the bench, like Tillman. Concar is pretty good. Bain, Melton. like all those guys. Yeah. They're building yeah. over there. Yeah, they are. And so I, I like them. I think John Rant's a star. I would preview my pick for the next five years. For sure. Alex, who are you taking? I think I'm going to go with the Hornets. Okay. Uh, I like their core. One of Bridges or Washington are going to turn out to be very, very solid guys. I think it's maybe still a little too early to see that, but we've seen guys in the NBA mature much later. Like just take a look at Randall, for example. So I think one of them will, will, will become a very good starter for sure. And then just LaMelo. To me, I think he's a winner. Uh, the Hornets just hit the jackpot drafting him. So uh, he already looks so mature on the court. Um, his passes are unbelievable. He 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 just looks like he knows what he's doing all the time. Um, he makes his teammates a lot better, in my opinion. Also, pretty raw that he he shoved the ref's hand away from him. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, he got fouled, and the ref ref grabbed him to make sure he wouldn't like fall into the stanchion or something. And then he just took the ref's hand and shoved it very violently just away. Threw so yeah. threw it off. Yeah. Um, so he's letting the refs know he's not a he's not big on guys touching him. And uh, I just think that's a vet move. Very seasoned vet would do that. Yeah. So um, LaMelo is just establishing his presence in the NBA. Can I say something on that, though? I, I was looking at the uh, Instagram comments on that. And I'm following his brother, Leangelo. And he was like, he, what he said in the, in the comments on this post, he's like, he said, don't, he, Melo was mad because the ref was touching his, 
wrist, which he had just injured. So spins on there. I don't know if that's true or if that's just some. Maybe the refs are trying to break his wrist, get Charlotte out of the plane, small (laughs) market. That's fair. Yeah, will re-break. Nobody's looking. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just refs are always trying to injure the players. So good on Leangelo for looking out for his brother. Yeah. And I just love anytime there's a technical foul and like House of Highlights or Bleacher Report posted on Instagram. And you always get Richard Jefferson saying, just complaining about it. He comments on every single post and he always takes the side of the players. It could be a player literally punching a ref in the face. Yeah. And he would call the he would call out the refs, Richard Jefferson in the comments. So shout oh. out Richard Jefferson, keeping keeping the league honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the player could take out a gun and shoot the ref, and he would say, "In my day, this is nothing. You play on." So yeah. it was yeah. the ref's fault for standing there. Yeah, yeah exactly. You should have gotten out of the way. Out of the way. Yeah. yeah, you're not a body shield, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Get out the yeah. way. Yeah. Now, if you want to ask me who I would be for the next five years, I like I do like Golden State. They got Wiseman. They're going to get that Timberwolves pick. I like everything in Memphis. I like the boys in Charlotte. I do like Boston, too. They got Tatum. Indiana's got Sabonis. Sabonis is a baller. But nothing comes close to the We the South movement down in Southwest oh Texas, the San God, Antonio Spurs. Comes to playoff spot tonight. We're coming back. You always thought I was going to pick somebody else, didn't you? Wrong. I was hoping so. Guess what? I don't mean to alert you guys. Last 10 games, Lonnie Walker, been scary. Most athletic guy on the court, floating around the gym. Guy is looking like an absolute menace. The big body, Keldon Johnson, that guy can absolutely play. He's got physical. He's big. He's, he's been guarding the big boys lately. I love it. I love to see the big body moving. Devin Vassell, work in progress. You know, we need to, we need to make sure that that jumper <laughs> jumpers just got to look better. You know, when you're so like athletic, I expect better. But, you know, DeJounte Murray. This guy is Tony Parker 2.0 with better defense. This guy is so good. Leader of the team, commands the offense. Need Derek White back. Going to re-sign DeRozan, second most cap space in the offseason. Come on, guys. How'd you let me pick these guys? Come on. You knew I was going to do it. Jacob Pirtle as the next Tim Duncan. Murray as the it's next Parker. Who's out of the question. Jacob who's your Pirtle. next Ginobili? Like, uh, Lonnie. It and you got Pop down. as your head coach. Still the same. Yeah, dude. He's literally never going to die. So he'll just coach. Yeah. Until the end of time. Yeah, There's going to be 10 exactly. rafters in AT&T Center by 2030. So look out, boys. I don't know how you guys let wow. me pick that one. Anybody yeah, who actually wants to know, though, I'm actually kind of scared that the Spurs are going towards mediocrity, but let's not talk about that. Uh, Hold on. I When's mean, Pop going to retire? Since you're a big Spurs guy, I feel like you have all the insider info. What's, what's Pop's status? I feel like in the next two years probably, but I don't but know. But what's he, he waiting for? He's going to coach the Olympics and he's going to retire. He always said he was going to go out when Duncan retired. I feel like he kind of regrets not doing that, to be honest. But Is Duncan on the staff? No, he quit. Oh, okay. Why'd he quit? He was like... Trouble in paradise there or what? No. Toxic environment. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't deal with this. I'll get a rational... Pop just throwing racial slurs. Is that Tim Duncan or something? You're done. You're done. You're cut off. Well, who do you think succeeds him though? Do you think it's a it's a Becky Hammond season or? Yeah, probably. Or what? Becky Hammond or <laughs> Becky Hammond or Will Hardy probably. Those are the two guys. Becky maybe, Hammond would be a rock coach. I feel like. Yeah, maybe Dejounte Murray good. just becomes a player coach. I could see it happening. Guys, such. A I can absolutely not there. see that happening. Just what get UD. Get you Dennis Hasm. To, I'd be, to it. Where's the, where do I go? How do I sign? How do I get this to happen right now? <laughs> UD would be the best coach ever for the boys. Do you think the team just offers him contracts, or do you think he just like 
comes to team, he's like, I'm ready for my new contract. Oh, he's, he definitely goes, I'm ready for my new contract. <laughs> just just like Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, yeah, just like Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> Albert Pujols tried to do that with the Angels, and they were like, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Haslam got thrown so easily by Dwight. I mean, Dwight shoved him, and Haslam was already that, like, that was a tough look for you, D. That... <laughs> I mean, you got to work on your strength a little bit there, man. You know, but you, 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 a guy, lot. you don't get, don't be getting thrown around like a rag doll. But Dwight Howard is one of like the strongest dudes in the league. Not going to lie. Like he, he is absolutely still built like an absolute insane. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. got bowling balls for shoulders. Yeah. I so think UD, like UD can't yeah. be trying to go <laughs> in the paint against him. Cause UD is tough too. Like I wouldn't want to see that guy a wide. I said to Alex, Last two guys I want to see in an alley in the league are UD and James Johnson because my life is ending yeah. on both. Yeah, I was gonna, I was thinking James Johnson. Yeah, I love. Uh, I I think the best part about Dwight Howard is he's like so strong. He just his favorite play ever is to just block the ball directly into the front into like the eighth <laughs> row. Like oh. it doesn't matter. He could like tip it, you know, just tip it and like get the ball, or he could like even grab it. No, he goes for the. He goes for this volleyball spike into the second JaVale McGee throw. Yeah. He doesn't care about the possession. He just cares about the highlights. So Biombo used to like to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 about it's about asserting your dominance and your strength on the court. And I think he's one of the best at it. Also, what do you think the free agent market for UD is? Do you think the Knicks are making a a run at him or I think there's teams I think all the teams are just lined up to get pen on paper. Yeah, yeah. got to get that guy in your locker room, man. He's, he brings the magic energy or something. Him and Kendrick. Kendrick's got to come back, dude. I, I love Big Perk. Every time he pops up on first take, I get so hyped. Perk's <laughs> such a beauty. But, like, I mean, good good pivot by Haslam because um, his ego was a little hurt there when Howard pushed him so easily. So he just went up right to Howard and poked him in the eye. So good on Haslam. <laughs> yeah, you can't let that happen to you. you can't let that happen. You can't go can't, down without a fight. You can't get punked. What's Tyler Hero going to think if the veteran leader on his team just absolutely gets manhandled in the first two minutes yeah. of his season? Well, I wonder what yeah. Tyler Hero and Udonis Haslam's relationship is. like. Probably non-existent. <laughs> He's probably scared of him. Probably. Probably. I bet Haslam just calls them up and is like, Tyler, like, go get me groceries now. And what are you yes, supposed sir. to say to that? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I actually, there's a good video at their homework for all the listeners at home. There's actually a video where you can look at Udonis Haslam's house. I don't know what network did this, but you guys got to look it up at home. It's, again, we're not going to baby you. You got to look up at home. Homework, classes, assigned paperwork <laughs> today is the yeah. Udonis Haslam house tour. He actually has a snake sanctuary in his house. I've seen this before. And it's just like snake, just like slithering around like the centerpiece of his house pretty crazy and he also he did his car he has this special car and he engraved like the three of his rings into the headpiece in his seat what the heck yeah so he was he went on pimp my ride then for sure yeah definitely definitely classic he's like you got to get my rings into my headpiece so that's on youtube yep youtube homework for everybody go watch the you can all check it out yeah we'll talk about it next week recap yeah we, you know, UD probably makes Tyler Hero feed the snakes too. Like, yeah. I don't think he's ever fed him. Oh, yeah. Definitely, like, definitely. He's like, it's feeding time. He probably calls Tyler up. He's like, the rats are in the fridge. He makes him go get them. Yeah, he makes him get in the snakes. tank for his enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Big week coming up for the NBA. We are very excited here on the flag and the play, as we've mentioned. 
It's just going to be great to see playoff basketball, meaningful basketball. It feels like we haven't had it all season. It's going to be just great to have it back. Do or die, play in. I mean, still, whoever came up with it needs to be fired. Shout out LeBron, but we're all going to be watching. Give him a they raise. Should, yeah, they should be, though, because LeBron said so. So let's just get rid of them, guys. <laughs> Udonis is on it. Lastly, we did want to talk baseball. We teased it last week. Owen has been chomping at the bit. He watches every Jays game. We're a Blue Jays podcast because baseball, it's a local sport. If you, want, if you don't know anything about the Blue oh. Jays, stick around. Owen's going to inform you. Owen, what are your early season observations? I was a bit nervous at the start of the year watching the Jays because – Obviously, going into the season, we, we went in with some huge expectations. Um, and some of our bats started off pretty cold. But I've been just really impressed with how they've come alive recently. Obviously, for, for I know our fan base, we just got rabid Blue Jays fans here in our fan base. So Yep, foaming at the mouth um, to hear your takes. Yeah, shout out. I know our, our fans of Virginia have been just clamoring in the comments for Blue Jays talk. So Oh, they've been asking. Go. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for this will be coming out, what, on Friday? So, this uh, the Blue Jays are coming off a series sweep of the Braves, which was great. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Comeback win this morning. Excellent yeah. stuff from the boys. Yeah, it was great. And we saw two doubles from Kevin Biggio, which is a bat that had been quiet. Okay, Oscar Hernandez had two homers yesterday, which was another bat that had been a bit quiet. Obviously, Bichette and Vladdy had been just – they'd been cooking – um we got springer back who, who's looked solid gritch is having a, well almost a career year springer's not back yeah we was back for a bit but i mean yeah he hit two home runs and then right back to the il it's, yeah, good, it's right good to know to we didn't IL. get damaged goods on this signing it's good yeah. to know that he's fully healthy yeah uh, yeah i mean good, good work guys hopefully he comes back soon but anyways i mean this this the rotation has also looked good so i've been impressed with that i mean what we have of rotation ryu's yeah. looked good Mats has had he struggled in his last you know two of his last three starts tight pants Robbie Ray's been pretty good I love tight pants Robbie Ray it's remarkable how they don't rip and I don't know if they got like extra spandex in there or what because they are tight yeah he's a they... good <laughs> Chat stripling had a good... good yeah stripling had a good outing today Bruno uh, Romano was like, bad yeah. yeah we need to I, I'm, I'm starting to get a little worried about Nate Pearson but <laughs> me too <laughs> It just is what it is. When his like twentieth pitch was way over the batter's head, I was a little <laughs> concerned how you let that happen. But you know yeah. what? He was nervous. It's okay. He's going to be the next, you know, Jake Degrom. That's okay. We all still one of the top prospects, along with yeah. prospects like Soto and Acuna and Guerrero, yeah. just yeah. guys yeah, in the pipeline. Prospects. Yeah, he'll be a top <laughs> prospect in twenty thirty two. I'm sure he yeah. will be. Yeah. yeah. And can we give a moment of silence for finally releasing Tanner Roark? That was just. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that right now. Yeah. And that was it. Thank that you. It. What a yeah. career. What a Tanner, career. Blue Jays career there. Just a Blue he, Jays legend. Yeah, really. Really a Blue Jays legend. We're going to miss yeah. him. His number should be in the rafters. Yeah. Take Roberto yeah, Alomar's place. Just stick it up there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I like spot. that thing that Vladdy and Acuna had going on during the game. A little smack. You like to see two, uh, two of the young stars in the game going out a little bit there. So you a little do. bit of bite from them. So. You do. That was yeah. great. I got some other topics too. Some interesting ones from the MLB, the world of MLB. Um, uh, huge news. It. Huge news from Kevin Durant's camp. Actually, um, he said he's trading for Otani in the show because he was so impressed. Yeah. Uh, I think Otani yeah. was playing left field the other night. Yeah. Um, we're not sure what the return is yet, but we will mm-hmm. keep you updated. And as soon as we have confirmation, we'll let you guys know on the show. 
Yeah, so, absolutely. And all ears on that front. By the way, Kevin Durant, that is way harder than it sounds trading for Otani on the show. So good luck, Kevin. You might be I tried it for once. a couple it's, hours. It's pretty freaking hard. So yeah. if you're wanting to put in the work, maybe sit out a game for the Nets. I, yeah. I think Steve Nash will understand. So yeah. mm-hmm. just let him know. Matt Harvey got a standing O from the Mets fans. That was pretty As cool. As he um, should. Honestly, and then give up seven earned runs. That, exactly. That is the Matt Harvey Classic. experience. I mean, the Dark Knight is probably one of the coolest nicknames of all time. So at least yeah. he's a champion in that sense. Well, Absolutely. Easily one of the most to, wasted nicknames. People need to give Matt Harvey his due, though. He, for a couple of years, there, he was absolutely untouchable. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. You know, another, yeah. another career path. Guy could have been amazing. Imagine if he stuck with it and they have him, DeGrom, Syndergaard. Oh, my gosh. I'm a secondary Mets fan for the people who don't know. That would have been nasty. And for some of you folks who didn't know, we're a big uh, Soroka podcast, uh, the picture of the Braves. He's undergoing surgery, so we're wishing him luck on that front. Thoughts and prayers. I personally might have to step away from the game for a bit since he's one of my favorite players and uh, might just have to tune out for a couple of weeks. Just, just tough on my sense. So if everyone yeah, could respect too painful, too painful to rehash. If yeah. everyone could respect my privacy, um, that would be much appreciated. And for some of you guys that don't know, he actually went to my high school. I never, he was way older than me. So I didn't actually see him like walking down the hallways and stuff, but he's an Ernest Manning graduate. But he was so, there. He was there. He was there. Yeah. His presence is still felt to this day whenever I walk into Ernest Manning. Same it's way as people just... who walk into the Utah airport feel about Jaron Jackson. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he's uh, been there. Yeah. yeah. So we're definitely a Soroka podcast. And yeah, he's welcome yeah. on the show whenever he wants. Yeah, he's got a lot of free time now because of injuries. Yep. So no excuse, Mike. For me, a couple observations I've noticed here. It's weird that the Giants are so good, but it's also not weird because they're the Giants. I You look at their roster, you don't understand it, but they're just the Giants. They just keep churning out winners. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm a Trevor Bauer hater. I'm, I think this dude is a complete clown. I cannot stand Trevor Bauer. So seeing him complain about the Dodgers losing now that he got there because he came there to win. Uh, Trevor, maybe take the camera out of the dugout and stop vlogging and see how that works out for you, man. I don't think it's making you many friends. I love that camera. Great observation. Yeah. Great observation. Fellas, as we always do here on Friday mornings, Thursday nights, we close it off with a little no conclusive evidence. That's what we like to do. A little no research, no effort prepared take. I'm going to lead it off this week. I don't know. I was just working today and it just, I had this weird vision in my mind and it popped into my mind and I'm just going to go with it. Jordan Love is never going to play a snap for the Packers. Just a vision in my mind. Again, no effort, no research prepared. Am I going to be right? Probably not, but just just a little vision. And then if this ends up happening, I'll be able to dig it up, cut out this part where I backtracked yep. on it and say I predicted it. No, I think I think you've got a point there, honestly, because at this point, I'm thinking Rodgers is just going to beat the love of football out of Jordan Love. Oh, my gosh. No He's going to go be again. a painter. Oh, my God. You yep. did it again. Oh, my God. I did it again. Um, but, yeah, he might just like, not ever like he might not ever play a snap and just he'll quit football and be like and then and then wait for this we get an espn 30 for 30 of why jordan love never played a snap in the nfl because because wow. of rogers now you're just making content left and right team and boxing exactly and then and then they just have a sit down and they meet yeah. and just talk about it 20 years later yeah yeah some larry sanders vibes just quits oh yeah 
Yeah, Blake Bortles on the iPad. Yeah, he's at home like Larry Sanders, just making beats on his computer instead of making millions. Yeah, yeah. just it'd be all like because the last Aaron Rodgers. It'd be like last dance, except Bortles would be just in a chair with a just a bunch of cigarettes and an ashtray, and then he's got the iPad just watching old Jaguars film. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, if I made this throw, we would have we would have been <laughs> yeah. sixty minutes away from the Super Bowl instead yeah. of one hundred twenty. Yeah. Yeah, Owen, you're no conclusive evidence. My no conclusive evidence is I think that Tyler Hero's younger brother, Miles Hero, is going to go to the NBA. So How old is Miles Hero? He is, I think, 15. But okay. he's just been killing the social media game. Um, he loves to post. It's like he's a mini Tyler Hero. He loves to post like stories of him working at the gym and getting shots up and wearing Kentucky gear. So um, I just like the swagger of the kid. And I think he's going to the NBA for sure. Uh, it's a lock. That's my that's my take. I'm I'm investing in the Miles Hero stock early. So good to know from our resident 15 year old Instagram expert Owen Clark. Shout out to those YouTube channels like Ball is Life. I love going on them, and then getting like a three minute ad on why I should buy like special basketball gloves to help with my ball handling. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. always much appreciated. Yeah, and shoes that make trying. me jump like three meters high. So. Yeah. Alex is trying to go to the NBA, so it's very helpful to get the gloves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or the or you get like the the highlight, the NFL highlights, where it's always like the sports cases. Sports uh, cases. Yep. yep. It's good to know because I was definitely looking to get a four dollar Andrew Benintendi Red Sox case on my phone. That's uh, definitely something <laughs> I was looking to get. Yeah. Alex, it tempts me every time. Yeah. So if anyone wants to donate or gift me a pair of gloves, I'd I'd appreciate that very much. But yeah, to my no conclusive evidence, boys, I've actually got two. Wow. Little little treat for the viewers. Little double dip. Little double dip. I feel like LeBron is messing around with everyone's mind. So he, com- he comes back for one game, then goes out. He came back for that Sacramento and Toronto game. They lost both. Then he goes out. Then he says he's going to play against the Knicks. Doesn't. Late game scratch. Then he says he's going to play against Houston. Late game scratch doesn't. Says in the media he will never be 100 percent again and then the media blows the comment out of proportion so what i'm trying to say is lebron isn't stupid boys there's definitely a reason as to why he's doing this prediction as to why he's doing this is that although his physical game has declined i believe he'll just psych everyone out in the playoffs round by round game by game i don't know how he will do it but that's my prediction and i feel like a lot of game time decisions are coming in in the playoffs. Will he play? Will he not? Is he a hundred percent? Is he not? That's what do you boys think? I like where your head's at with this. This is a great yeah. take. way to take it hard to the hole. This is classic LeBron. I love you, LeBron. You're like my favorite athlete of all time, but you're a drama queen and you want to drum up the attention. You want to be like, this is going to be your unsung hero playoff run. And then guess what? If we lose, cause our team might not be that good uh guys i was hurt and i was a game time decision literally every game what more do you expect from me yeah yeah exactly so well there you go you might have figured it out he doesn't want to hurt his goat candidacy i mean exactly he can't because he already is the goat but anyway your second take well no i do agree but anyways my second one is that um i'm sure we all saw it it was all over twitter it was actually posted to our instagram too um the flag on the play check us out so in tribute to the Padres fan knockout video, yeah, which sparked knockout. a lot of hype. Everyone's talking about the MLB. MLB is all of a sudden cool again. We should let baseball players fight one-on-one just like they do in hockey, boys. 
People complain about how baseball has lost ratings in the past. I think this would launch it into a completely new atmosphere. Can you imagine you're down like five runs and then you drop the gloves and fight like the catcher to get the boys rocking again and you go on a rally and win the game? This Tell me great who, take. who doesn't want to see that. Yeah. Um, little, little bit of rules though. You couldn't go after the pitcher and yeah. would only be limited to one fight a game per team. So you can only fight once yeah. in the game. But really yes, like this, this was inspired by the Padres fan that absolutely obliterated that one other fan. Look, Manfred, man, I'm doing you a favor here. I'm getting you all these ideas. So if you want to call the flag on the play, call us. We'll get a little conference going with you. Yeah, we'll get a little discussion. Imagine yeah. you're down 6-1. You're really struggling. You get a walk and you just go to first base and just jump Vladdy. That would be amazing television. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I'm just tired of all these benches clearing into altercations where just nothing happens. Every uh, exactly. game, something happens. Maybe and we all should... the teams rush out, and then people like get separated, and then it's just ten minutes wasted. Maybe I we see should a roof put door just knock out every. Game. Yeah, maybe we should put doggy doors on the dugout so they can't escape. They have <laughs> although... to watch the fight. <laughs> well, no, but seriously, although like we're a big Blue Jays pod- like, podcast, and I'm a big Blue Jays fan. It was still electric when Odor just like knocked out Bautista with that one punch. Yeah. So I mean, it was tough there, on the eyes. Something going on here. Yeah. You know, I always we I, hate Odor. So. We we're not an Odor show. Have you guys seen him on the Yankees? Because he had to shave because he plays for the yeah. Yankees now, and he looks that's like a, a baby. tough look. He looks like a kid. <laughs> what an idiot! Oh, what a God. loser! Let's yeah, go. that's why you got to get that no trade clause, buddy. Yeah, you yeah. played yourself. You punched a guy, and it was the highlight yeah. of your career. That's yeah. tough. This is I, Bautista probably had a hand in this. This is probably his revenge somehow. So yep. credit to Bautista. Shout out. Love pulling Joey the B. strings. Yeah. Love Joey B. Fellas, another great episode is in the books. I loved it. I loved it. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. Right there. Yeah. Bang. Ten I'm out of ten. ten. Who am I kidding? Yeah. Ten out of ten. Ten out yeah. of ten. Every single time. We bring the heat. Unfortunately, some sad news to report. We've yet to receive somebody reaching out telling us that they made it to the end of last week's episode. This is really devastating news. We did get a DM today. Turns out it was from a spam bot. If you were listening to this, to the spam bot, sorry, man. But until you tell us that you made it to the end of the show, we're not interested in your services. Yeah. Also, if you're a athlete coming out of high school and you got some offers on your table from some Division One programs, we're open. Our doors is open. Give us a quick DM. And you can announce where you're going to college to play whatever sport you're playing. We, any sport, man, any sport, water polo, freaking javelin, yeah, whatever. Underwater golf. Discus. Underwater golf. Yeah. Anything. Any, ultimate Frisbee, anything. Even if you have yeah. a minor announcement, you're quitting your job. You are getting a new computer. You want to announce it on this show? This is your time. You can apply. We'll just bring you on however long you want to be here. And you just have to tease it, drum it up. We'll play into the hype factor. We'll hype it up for a week or two. And you come on here, you drop the announcement. We're a big announcement show. And we would love to have that happen. So It's basically the equivalent of when LeBron went and announced that he's going to South Beach. Taking his talents to South Beach. Taking his, Yeah. yeah. My bad. Taking his talents to South Beach. One of you guys could announce that you are taking your talents to Staples next Tuesday at 4.30. We could. Think yeah, about if, it. And if any professional baseball players or basketball players or football players want to come on the show, um, just reach out. All we require is, is a 3,000-word essay and uh, you know a couple documents, like a, like a passport and social security number and whatnot. So 
Yeah, that's um, all we need. It's a long list, so we just need to filter it out. Um, but if you're interested, please get in contact and uh, and we'll we'll make it work. Fellas, is there anything else we need to get to? I'm not teasing TikTok this week. We're not letting that happen because that that <laughs> is coming. In case you guys didn't know, bang, we teased it'll find it again. you. We will find <laughs> yeah. you. It'll find it'll you. Find you. Inside we try around. not to tease it, but then we tease it. So yeah, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, not it'll to find you because it's going to be, be so huge. good when it finds yeah. you. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't. Yeah. At the it's flag on the play bad. on uh, yeah. Instagram. Big day today. A lot of posts today. A lot of activity. A lot of, posts. A lot of stuff that'll make you uh, got compliments on the Instagram today. So I feel bad for you if you're not following. I mean, we we gave you three hand picked quality posts. Yeah, be like they, were, they were funny. Yeah, be like Hank okay. and follow the flag on the play. Mm-hmm. And if users want to, if, if followers want to submit some some memes or some posts, we we welcome that. Absolutely, so, we'll we give you credit. We'll give yeah, you credit. Um, course, Absolutely, we will for sure, fellas. It's going to be a good weekend in the world of sports, and we will join back together on Sunday night, and you'll be hearing us on Monday morning, everybody. So enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you then.